Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most, Phil Better. And today I'm excited to introduce our guest today, known as the brand healer. He is obsessed with branding and building an unshakable mindset. And he has spent the last decade cultivating his love for this dynamic duo. He has learned that what it takes to build a multi-million dollar brand and become the best version of himself while doing it. And now he's applying those same branding principles to help his clients access the next level. In addition to his work in branding, my client has spent the last 10 years learning from business mentors, personal development coaches, and shamans to, ve- to develop an unshakable mindset. He has gone to the darkest depths of his self to find the brightest light and has learned how to conquer limiting beliefs and reprogram his subconscious mind. I'm so excited to have Sean. Uh, whoa. Sean on the show today as he shares his insight and experience with us. His mission is to create those aha moments for his clients and help them build with confidence in both their personal and professional lives by combining business development with mindset work. He aims to shine a light on the neglected areas and remove any shadows that may be holding his clients back from success. So join us as we explore the dynamic duo of branding and mindset with Sean, the brand. Sean, welcome to the show. Phil, what an entrance, man. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Um, I'm trying out new things. I'm always experimenting as a podcast host, trying out this new uh, chat GPT. Yeah. So I, I want to announce that I didn't write that. I took your bio, put a prompt <laughs> into chat, and that's what it came up with. And I think it, it's, it does better than anything else I can. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah, you know, thanks for having me. Thanks for that entrance. You know, that was a lot of fun to listen to. And, uh, you know, I'm stoked to be here and see what this conversation takes us. So let's get into it. All right, Sean. So I talked to the, the chat GTP with your uh, with your bio on your website. Spot out that it's comprehensive, but let's get into the first question. Like, why? Why do you do what you do? Why did you become a digital entrepreneur? Why is Sean Sutherland? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, for many reasons. Um, my family and I moved to Mexico. So I knew that when I was going to start this business that I was going to be digital because, you know, I want to be able to work remotely. I want to be able to pick up and move in case we decide to go back to Canada or try another place, you know. So that was a big reason that I went digital. And at the same time, I mean, you know, given the circumstances of what happened around the, around the world and how many people went digital i mean i think it's important that if you don't have a presence on there you're going to get left behind right so it's mm-hmm. like that now we have meetings from our houses you know everyone's doing podcasts podcast interviews just like how we're doing and i mean if you don't have that digital presence i mean yeah you're gonna get less left in the dust so that was really kind of a big reason why i transitioned into digital and and uh you know i created an offer based off the last decade of working in the branding industry and creating products and having a lot of success in that area and and uh you know, created an, an awesome offer. And so what, how did you get into the branding world? Like, what was it about branding that caught your eye or was something that drew, were you always into the like branding things or like, how did Sean get into branding? Yeah, good question, man. That takes me back. Um, you know, I started uh, in the cannabis space about 10 years ago and creating products for my first company. We created a live resin brand. And, uh, you know, that was really kind of my first experience of creating a, a product, a brand 
design, everything that's in there, including strategy of how to get to market and who we're targeting. And that was where the love started. That was creating my own product, my own brand, and recognizing what it takes to actually get it in the hands of an audience and actually have that audience follow you, back you, and want to be a part of your experience. Um, that led to my second business, which was in the CBD space. Feel CBD was uh, a tremendous business, you know, went across Canada, was in every province, um, 250 plus stores, you know, we were doing uh, really well. And, and that was also what just kind of like, that's where I learned the bulk of strategy and, and how important it was and how to target your audience and how to have the messaging, how to position yourself in their mind so that when they think CBD, when they think, think healing, they're thinking of us, right? And, uh, you know, my love just grew and grew and grew. And then uh, when that business, I shut that business down approximately a year ago, year and a half ago, um, you know, that's where Brand Roots really was born from was just like, okay, what did I learn over this last decade? And how can I help other people do what we accomplished? And, and uh, you know, how can I help other people establish that I love for branding, man, because, you know, it's it's so important for a product or a service. You know, I'm, I work with service-based entrepreneurs and uh it's just super important, man. I love it. Uh, so your love of branding came from building those two businesses and then going, okay, I want to help others take it to the next level. Cause you were, you got your success. You hit the the selfish goals, right? You hit the, uh, the goals that you had and now you you're shifting. And I see that a lot with entrepreneurs. They, they, and, and coaches specifically or consultants, they, they've reached their successes and now they want to pass on because they know that's where they're going to get their bigger, the next level of success is seeing those uh, those businesses take it to the next level. Do you feel like that? Yeah. And I mean, it moves you into the service space as well, right? Like being in service to other people and helping them. Like, you know, it really fills my cup and really excites me to help other people accomplish their goals. So, you know, getting behind a client's idea, getting behind their vision and then working with them to help create their ideal situation in their industry, as well as helping them build that mindset that's going to get them to the next level, right? So during that time when I was doing the CBD in the cannabis space, I was continually working on myself. You know, I've been working on myself for like over a decade in that space, like you read in the intro. And, uh, you know, I really evaluated how important mindset is in a business and how much personal development is actually intertwined with entrepreneurship. If you go into entrepreneurship and you think that you're going to have the successful business and you put your mind, you want to make a million dollars or whatever your goal is, but your mind isn't equal to that, you're never going to get to that level because once you get faced with those challenges, you're going to end up hitting those roadblocks and, and being defeated because you just anticipate how hard it was going to be and didn't get your mind to the point where it's ready to actually ascend to that level. So with the, uh, with the entrepreneurs and business owners in the service industry, uh, the service uh, companies that you work with, do you find a lot of the, 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 the beliefs that they they're holding are the ones that are causing the issues in their business? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you know, as human beings, we have the natural, um, not ability, but we just end up exposing a lot through conversation. We, like, you know, our beliefs about ourselves or about our business will come through eventually and some kind of limiting belief or something that's holding that person back usually gets revealed really early in the conversation. Um, whether it be a belief that they can't do it themselves or, you know, something that was handed down to them at an early age, but something will be exposed through the conversation where, um, it's worth a conversation exploring. I mean, like, Hey, you know, like, did you hear yourself say this in this context? You know, do you want to evaluate that? You know, why is that there? Why do you feel this about yourself? Do you know that this will hinder the growth of your business if we do not kind of, you know, get rid of that or, or address that situation, right? Like 
we naturally, I think, as human beings, want help from others. So when we feel this way about ourselves, we expose it to other people to see if that information or that that help is there. And it, it comes up, you know, like I, all the time. It comes up all the time. In your decade of not only personal development, but also developing brands, um, you must have had a few, like your own aha moments or memories that just solidify mm-hmm. why you do what you do now. Um, do you care to possibly share one with my uh, my audience? Yeah, of course. I mean, like the aha moment with the branding was when I, when I picked up my first package that I created. Um, you know, that was really kind of the, the moment where I was like, wow, okay, you know, I created this, I created the branding behind this. And, uh, you know, I created a really sleek look and we created a strategy behind it that really backed what we had created. That was a major aha moment. Um, when I wanted to start sharing this with other people was when I had started having friends that were kind of creating a service or a product and, you know, they'd, they'd asked me what I had done in the past. And, and, you know, there were several aha moments where it was just like, I didn't even realize how much I had learned and how much I had actually taken in to offer others until I had um, the opportunity to speak to my friends and family. And, and uh, you know, those were major moments where I was like, you know, I, I really recognize in myself how much I appreciate branding and how my, how I know what it takes. And, uh, you know, the personal development stuff, I mean, I, <laughs> I countless moments in that space, man. So, I mean, like that was just like, in order for me to transition to be an entrepreneur, which was, you know, 11 years ago or 12 years ago, whatever it is, um, you know, I, I kind of hit, you know, everybody has their kind of form of what rock bottom is. And for me, it was just that, you know, I wasn't happy with where I was in my life. I wasn't happy with the career path that I'd chosen. And, you know, decided to take a, ch- a chance on myself in a different uh, path. And in that, I, you know, I hired some a personal development coach at the same time and, you know, started kind of really having this uh, realization that I was just really unsatisfied where I had gotten myself to and needed kind of some direction. And once I had that direction, that was my aha moment, man, where I was just like, okay, you know, if this comes from working on myself, how much more is there? You know, if I keep going through it and digging and how many more hidden gems are, are, are within this? this kind of work. I like that. Cause I'm also, I'm like, I'm very early on in my entrepreneurial journey. I'm about two years in, uh, with mine yeah. and learning everything. And I'm not only am I doing the personal development work, I'm also going to therapy to help with like the traumas mm-hmm. in the past and that to like build it up. And I've also, I haven't gotten a coach yet, but I'm wondering if you see yourself sometimes as a pseudo therapist, not that you're you're providing uh, the ther- therapy like, but with your clients and their business, like a business therapist. Um, yeah, I think that's where the term healer comes from because uh, you know not only are we aligning the business, but we're also aligning you as we do the business, right? In in hopes to align both with each other so that to create that ease and flow of what you've created, and that you're working with the business, right? So. Um, yes and no. A lot of the conversations, generally, if we expose a limiting belief that's pretty uh, um, big in their life, then we'll spend a lot of time talking about it and, and bringing it back and, you know, kind of investigating where that come from came from. Because, I mean, a lot of our, our beliefs about ourselves, whether or not you believe it or not, um, is from zero to seven. I mean, that's when your subconscious is programmed. Generally, it's handed down from an adult, a teacher or somebody who has some kind of authority in your life. And, uh, you know, at that age, we're just... A, these beliefs that you know we're not good enough or you know like uh, we can't do things which you know now I ask people to evaluate I'm like you know would you take that advice from that 
seven-year-old that took this belief on, would you still believe it now if you had the choice? And it's like, it's always a no. It's like, okay, well, why are we still living our lives through these beliefs, right? Like, you know, the, the belief system we need to address is generally formed at that age. So can we reprogram it together? Can we uh, um, take in the compliments that we hear? That Can we trust that we know what we're doing and trust ourselves? I mean, li life is tough enough. And, uh, you know, especially with the people who don't support what you're doing or so your beliefs or your ideas. I mean, it's tough enough having that all around you. You don't need yourself on top of that, beating yourself up and choosing to uh, go against you. I, I wanted, cause this is something that's super important. Like the, the, the aspect that the limiting beliefs of when it's set, when you started back, when you hit your rock bottom and decided nearly over a decade ago that you wanted to go into business for yourself, be that entrepreneur, and go into that uh it was c it was a cbd or was it it was resin correct the first uh business you went into live, live resin was the first first brand yeah live resin how many people were telling you not to do it <laughs> everybody absolutely everybody right i mean it was just uh you know it was a big change for me and uh and i believe in that industry so much i mean you know like everybody looks at it as Recreational use, and, and it is recreational use, but I mean, there also are such, such healing properties in that medicine as well. I mean, cannabis and the cannabinoids that are held in both cannabis and the hemp are, you know, super healing to the body. And, and you know, a lot of people find a lot of benefit from sleep, from, um, you know, many things, right? So it was an area that really interested me um, and it was exciting. You know, there was a time in um, Canada where it was called, kind of called the wild, wild west of Canada, where, you know, they were still forming the regulation of what was going to actually take place but they were turning a blind eye to allow these shops and everybody to set up and these brands to set up to most likely help the legal, uh, legalization process to see kind of how people reacted to it and everything else. So it was a really exciting and fun time. But yeah, I mean, I had all the naysayers and haters saying, you know, this is a, a foolish move and everything else. And, and you know what? Um, I'm extremely thankful on, on the path that I've chosen because it got me here to have this interview with you to talk about my successes and you know, I'm open to sharing my failures as well, because, you know, I believe failures are your greatest successes if you're willing to look at them objectively and learn from them. And I've had many of those and it's, and that's what gets you to the point where you can offer this wisdom, this knowledge, um, whatever you want to call it to other people based off the experience that you've had and the lessons that you've learned along the way. So let, let, in what would you say would be a failure you had that turned out to be a great lesson? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, my first, first business, you know, didn't end positive, uh, didn't end well. And, uh, you know, I learned the lesson of partnerships and, and finding a partner and actually doing your investigation through partnerships and making sure that, uh, you guys have defined roles in, in your relationships. I mean, there's a reason that the saying that don't go into business with your friends or families has been said for decades or if not longer, because it is that challenging. And when you have those challenges face that relationship, like, you know, I went into business with a, a really good friend of mine and thought it was uh, the relationship that would, would stand the test of time. And, you know, after three and a half years, four years of, of being in business with them, you know, our friendship is no longer. Right. So it's uh, I had many in the first first business. You know, I went into business with no background or knowledge in business. And, you know, so I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. But uh, because I went in that way, you know, I learned, uh, I learned the lessons and I, and I, I know the lessons now. <laughs> so you were able to take those, those, uh, unfortunate lessons that most people I think do end up learning that they need to learn that the, the law that is uh, never going to business with friends and family. 
um, because you're all mm-hmm. something's going to break in it. And we're able to pretty much pivot into another industry, uh, the ca- cannabis industry with the CBD brand and make that yes. into a, to a success where yes. you're now able to live in a, a sunny tropical place while the rest of us in Canada are freezing. Um, just want to say as a Canadian, a fellow Canadian, I'm not very happy with you. I'm leaving the, the, yeah, the tundra yeah. that is Canada right I get that now. a lot. I get that a lot. But uh, no, it's something I've Yeah, that, that's about. exactly it. Go ahead, sorry. And I just wanted to add in there too. You know, when the first business ended, you know, like uh, a lot of people would look at that as a failure, right? And it's like, I have a choice at that point where it's like, you know, either dust yourself off and you work on that mindset and you get to the point where you can continue to move forward and take those lessons and actually apply it to something else. Um, or you choose to accept that the failure and what you think, what our minds think everybody else is thinking of you at that time and choose to form that as a belief about yourself. And, and, you know, I chose the, the first option where it was like, no, man, I was like, you know, like this is my first experience in business, you know, and there was a ton of success that happened along the way as well. Right. We created a brand, you know, how do we actually, um, really evaluated what we had created. We had created one of the first live resin products in BC and, uh, you know, done it at a really high level. And. You know, had we just stuck with that instead of trying to expand, expand, expand and create more products, we would have had a really good opportunity to get a foothold in the market. But uh, instead, we kind of let our egos go the opposite direction. And, and uh, you know, through that, I mean, the lesson of, of one, you know, I, I just really didn't care what, what people thought. And I really knew the value in what I had accomplished up in that point, even though, you know, say the business closed the way it did. Um there was so much success in that where it's like, okay, man, I've got so much more knowledge to go apply to my next business. And that's exactly what I did. Right. And I formed a strategic partnership where we all had a role within the company and there were, we all knew our responsibilities and it was very outlined from the get go. And, uh, you know, I'd really implore your audience, like anybody who's going into business with a partnership is to define what the roles are beforehand and make sure that they complement each other. And like, you can have overlap. Everybody's going to have, you know, a say in, in each part, each department, but the responsibility and the final decision um, generally falls on that department. Right. So when you have that divided, the partnership works so much easier and everybody understands each other's uh, roles and what they bring to the um, And it's very important uh, to know those because if not, like you said, no success, you'll have a fr- ending of a friendship. Um, in essence, if there's yeah. not that clear defined roles and who does what in the business. Um, yeah. Um, I want to know, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see brand roots, which is your, your current business that you're helping merge business and mindset? And where do you see yourself as the brand healer brand roots going in? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, like I really want to be a one-stop shop consultancy. So right now we offer brand strategy and brand design. But, you know, I want to get the web developing going. I want to get, uh, you know, everything from content creation, content strategy. Um, you know, we do a little bit of content strategy, but I mean, I want to do the full thing where we help you build your calendar, build the, um, what kind of content you're putting out there and the strategies to get yourself there. And then the other part of me, I want to start being in Mexico, you know, and, you know, you put the history that you introduced about working with shamans and all that stuff. I want to do some retreats where you know people come down to mexico and we do a week together where we work on your business we work on your mind we use plant medicine and uh we form just like a a awesome bond with the people who partake and and uh spend a week together so you know i've got a lot of big goals and a lot of aspirations and uh you know i'm just working towards them i love that um we're gonna come here with a uh the spark question uh to spark this conversation um, and oh, I like this because it does go.
go with uh, with life advice mindset, and it, it's it's eerie how these questions just go with the conversations. But uh, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh man, that, that, that's a that's a tough tough question. Best piece of advice. Don't worry, you don't have to say the person's name. Uh, you can you can leave that out so that no one else feels uh, judgmental. And of course, it always changed. But at this moment, what would you feel is the best piece of advice you've been given? Yeah, the, be- that, the best piece of advice is just that uh, you miss every opportunity that you don't take, right? So I mean, like to not, to turn away from a challenge or an opportunity because of fear or, you know, not th- thinking that you can't, you're una- unable to accomplish it, um, you're missing a door closes, right? So, I mean, it's not to say that you have to walk through every door, but it's it's just to be open to the idea that life is presenting with opportunities continually. And if you're able to objectively look, and are, not objectively, but uh, be open to that idea, then, you know, it's limitless, the directions that we can pivot, we can move, we can see with and uh, kind of try, right? So I think that's a really big piece of advice for me. And that's something that I keep in the forefront of my mind all the time through every conversation, every podcast I get invited on, or um, yeah, every every kind of person that I meet is like, okay, well, what's, is there an opportunity here? Or is there something worth exploring? Great, great advice to end the show on. Sean, I'm gonna jump off the screen here. I'm gonna let you, uh, let my audience know where they can connect with you, how they can follow you and how in, a, in the future work with you to take uh, their business to the next level. Um, so the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, amazing. Uh, you guys can find me at, at Your Brand Roots on Instagram. Otherwise, you can find me on my website, www.yourbrandroots.com. Um, you know, I offer free discovery calls. So if you want to put your email in and get a free discovery call with me, that would be amazing. I would love to help you and your business evolve to its next level and uh, help you form a strong strategy, brilliant design, and help give you the best opportunity to succeed in the industry that you're in. Yeah. Sean, I want to thank you again for being an amazing guest on the show and sharing your story and some tips and tricks for our audience. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Um, to my audience, make sure you check out the show notes down below. You'll find all the links to Sean, his business, and how he can help you guys take both your business and your mindset and take it to the next level. I want to thank you all for listening and remember to always invest in yourself. 